Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody welcome in to the penny bloom podcast is i colton robertson and this is the bad batch bitches it's your favorite most effective group of star wars podcasters well more deviant than defective i am joined by joseph george what's up homie What's up? And uh, just an important clarification: I am not defective in any way. I am a standout among the group. Obviously, um, this should be common knowledge to uh, most listeners. But just in case you're new, they're not referring to me as you uh, are. Mr. Crosshair. We also got Miles fucking Buttress. What's up, homie? Oh, you know, happy to be back again. Um, definitely. All of us are defective, not deviant. After <laughs> I don't that know conversation that, uh... that we had, uh, listen. We're I just want to say, I just want to call us out, bro. It ain't even dark out, and we were having that conversation. Bro, like bro. It, it, it's literally sunny outside right now. If you got it is six p.m. People are eating food right now. Yeah, like uh, dinner, like supper. We'll say <laughs> supper because it sounds if you fucking want nice. Forty minutes of additional content. Go to patreon.com slash Bloom, uh, where we were at both deviant. Solid, solid both, 10 to 15 minutes of truly defective conversation. <laughs> Just both deviant and defective, really. Let's be real. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, KBZ, Kyler Barnett, what's up, homie? Let's do it. Let's do it. Bad Batch, episode number two. We got Cut and Run. And, uh, hey. This was solid. I fucked with it. Overall, a good watch. I'm glad I woke up Friday morning, had my had myself a nice little bowl of cereal, some Friday morning cartoons with it. You feel me? Before work, it was a joy. It was a joy. How did you feel about the episode, Joe? Give me your thoughts. Let me tell you my current thoughts. I believe that the new current main character that we will be following is indeed going to be Omega. Um, I, I think oh that uh, she's going to become the focus of the show. She's, she's going the to Ahsoka. The- Ahsoka to the Clone Wars is Omega to the Bad Batch. The Omega. She's going to be- is this that hot of a take, though? Not really. It's I really don't think not. so. It's not. I'm not really pulling this one out of any of my bags. I'm just kind of pulling this <laughs> okay, one okay. from the okay, uh, okay. just uh, the immediate thought of what I got out of the episode. This is a um, this is a regular brain take, not a not a crinkly brain take. Crazy how crinkly. the show that seems rude. The show, <laughs> no, that's a I compliment. Love, I love the uh, the animation style. I want to talk about it again. I think I did last podcast. Oh, definitely, but, you did. But to hit on it more, it's kind of like a uh, like a Love Death Robots sort of animation style where 
Mm. It's kind of not the same each episode. The first episode, it was kind of different. The whole mood was different. You know, it was pre-Order 66. Yeah. And, like, the whole style kind of changed this episode. Well, it was – I think that's reflective because of Omega. You know, this is her first time off Kamino. This this shit had Mm. to be pretty, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty. Like, this was a beautiful planet for her to first encounter fucking dirt, Mm -hmm. which is – Kind of awesome. And I Yo. like Sand Sand getting a little bit of a redemption, you know? Oh, redemption. I love sand. sand. It gets everywhere. It's ah, horse. Yeah. Can you believe it? I don't know about this take. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Like, it. if it was the other way around, it was like, yo, what is that? That's Sand. What the fuck oh. is this bullshit? I hate oh. this shit. Then I'd be like, all right, yo. That's a good God, that's I missed those man-made things that i've only walked on ever the fuck is this coarse rough shit getting everywhere god i just want to be on flat smooth ground (laughs) miles give me your thoughts on the episode overall uh good episode um definitely made me realize this is not going to be a show in the same vein of the the marvel shows that we've covered in the past or even like the mandalorian where i want to stay up until you know, two o'clock until three o'clock in the morning to finish it every single week. Yeah. Love the show. Just not, not the same level of excitement where I want to stay up for outside of the, outside of the finale maybe, but I'm, I'm going to be okay with, you know what, going to sleep and watching it the next morning and getting it the next morning and I'll get just as much out of it. And here's what I'll say. I think that's good. I I would worry if they did it every single fucking show. I would worry that you're getting, like, to a point where you might get burnt out on it as a fan. You know, like, just all these, like, super tense, high-pressure, like, you know what I'm trying to get at here? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, you got to give us a breather. suspense and, like, you know, this – Yeah. Not that this can't be suspenseful. It's a hard line to talk about here. Well, and here's the thing. I I, I also think think there's a certain mood to to an animated series. Yeah. Like, a morning watch of an animated series is nostalgic as fuck for me. So I enjoy doing it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A momentous Uh, occasion has happened. uh Um, I use my filter uh, for the first first time ever. Holy fucking shit. Holy I uh, fucking I shit. refrained from saying something. Kyler Barnett, give me your thoughts. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't prepared. We've been off. I just was banking on getting skipped at this point. Uh, no, <laughs> I I actually like this one a lot. Um, I think for someone who is really late into Clone Wars and slash, um. Like, just this whole storyline. Um, like, this was something nice for me because it just seemed so familiar, I guess, because it was so, I guess, you know, recent. Absolutely. Um, so I really like just seeing, like, characters, you know, that I had seen already. In the yeah, panel. especially in the early seasons of Clone Wars. I think you get cut, like, season two, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The Deserter is an early, early, early season episode. So their return to Seleucami so early in the Bad Batch is fucking awesome. I yeah. think it's pretty I think it's a pretty awesome callback for them to know Yeah, well and I think I just liked I felt like this episode had a lot of callbacks to a lot of different things and I there's a chance that I'm still wrong on one of the things, but we'll talk about it later in the episode, I'm sure. I, so. I really I, I can agree with you. Loved all the callbacks. 
also hated him at the same time because it meant Joseph was right, and you know. That was a, a net, spot on, actually. Spot on, and just actually, like a throughout, like, throughout on a whim. Like, not even. the, the like idea, well, no maybe they're going to go back to the yeah. deserter. Maybe, like, and even the part, like, through Rex and everything, like, I got every single detail correct. And I just wanted you to know, um, that's only 1% of my true power. So, watch out. Watch out, world! Imagine He's if you got all six and finish. Yeah, world. More wouldn't on even that help me. That'd bring me up only at like four percent. I'd say. Let's uh, let's jump into the scene by scene breakdown of the Bad Batch. I've got my usual notes here, and uh, I'll probably run through them more than usual. There's only a few scenes that really warrant. I feel a ton of discussion, you know. Uh, but you know, obviously, chime in as you do, as you do. So. We open on the Bad Batch in hyperspace where we see Omega and uh, Wrecker just conked out together in the in the back of the ship. And Hunter and Echo discuss her for a moment, what they're going to do. You know, she's a she's a kid. What the, what are they supposed to do? They're just soldiers, you know. And they arrive to Seleucami. And they get off their ship and Omega is just absolutely fucking floored. She's like, what is this stuff? They're like, it's dirt. <laughs> you fuck with it? And she's like, this is fucking awesome. You know, it's her first time not being on No, no, and that's what I was going to say. I just think, like, it's so relative to, like, where she's come from. I mean, can you imagine going from Camino, like, living on Camino, this gray, rainy, lightless planet. No, there's no real life there that's, like, relatable to her. You know, let me give the perfect analogy. No emotion. She has lived surrounded by, like, no emotion almost. It's like she... Was an earthbender on Camino. She's surrounded by all water. She can't bend at all. But now, is this dirt? I feel it. I can bend it. Ah, oh, it's like it's that's a little nut in itself too. Probably. Is that a, is like, that a does that qualify for a ding? I'd say it's like a fifth of a nut. I'd say. <laughs> God damn it! I need to stop, dude. Yeah. I feel like that's that's a ring of the bell that we haven't that we haven't mentioned ah. for a while. That boy, bad news here, man. Got bad. I got not good. He ain't good, is she? But you know, she said the dirt is amazing. She kicks it around, jumps up and down, and they head on through this uh, lovely landscape on the planet Salukamai. I thought this was a beautifully animated planet. And uh, Omega continues to be blown away by the uh, the nature's and galaxy's beauty and. They discuss the Bad Batch, discuss the the deserter that they're going to be visiting. And Echo's like, you really trust a deserter? And Tech's like, why not? We are all deserters now, are we not? You know? Dude, I lo- he has so many lines like that in this show already. Where it's well, just because, like, yo. I'm watching, oh, no. I'm watching Community right now. Are you all familiar with Community? A little. Mm-hmm. A little. He is the Abed. Tech oh. is Abed. You know? he's yeah. He's always got the logical fact that's like, this is what we should do. And it, he's, he's most of the time, he's fucking right because that's and, what he does. But you know? I love that he's so, like, monotone and just, like, business about it that it sounds so sarcastic. Like, yeah, you know just, what I mean? Like, it sounds like he's, like, well, it's because he's, he's, he's so much smarter than everybody. And, like, yeah. so he is, he's going to be cocky, you know? Right. Bro, I just – okay, to go back just for another second because you mentioned Omega. Omega. Um, you Omega. mentioned – oh, I shouldn't have started that. I'm so sorry. Omega. Omega. Joseph, um, do it. Do it. 
Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, Riga. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it hurts. It this hurts. Be the best episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> this like, is electric. This is electric <laughs> right now. This is every uh, minute has been just. Pure I mean, you have to have content. the Patreon exclusive to, to this get is, the full relevance, but this is something. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Okay, what I was going to say was I love that there's almost a, like, I don't know. I was kind of getting reminded of, like, Ray a little bit with Omega, like, on mm. this planet when she's seeing all this stuff. Like, that obliviousness is, like, kind of reminds yeah. me of Ray in a sense. When Ray got to Taco Donna and was like, uh, you know, I didn't know there was this much green in the fucking galaxy. You know? Right. She'd never seen that shit before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just that think, line like. always stuck with me from the sequel trilogy. I always liked that detail a lot. So I just like did it. I don't know. Am I? That ain't no. Right. I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you okay, completely. Okay. It's, I, 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 it's I just very need some... that. And you know, Hunter's role to Omega is. I mean, you know, Ray really looked up to Han Solo in the time she got to know her, and that's kind of the the looks that Hunter's given Omega are kind of what I remember from Han giving Ray whenever he's like offering her a job and stuff. He's he like comes to know her you know, worth as a potential asset. Uh, well, okay. You know? That sounds terrible. I, I said asset, but like, I meant like asset in a sense, like to the, to the team. Yeah. To the cause, to their, to whatever they're doing. Maybe it didn't. Maybe I just had a little panic attack right there. My bad. <laughs> I just like to cover my bases sometimes. It's all good. No, I get you. I get you. But you know, they all arrive to the desert, to this uh, deserters home and uh, they almost stumble on a trip wire and wreckers like, <laughs> fucking one tripwire can't fuck with me and then he trips the laser system which activates a bunch of droid pop-ups they they pop up scare the shit out of wrecker he fires on all of them and he's like was that me <laughs> and you know we see cut and sue they approach and greet the clones like look more clones who have lost their way wow these guys really can't get their shit together <laughs> god damn yo okay i'm gonna I'm sure Colton, that bare minimum, probably already knows this. But I figured out the other day that the dude who voices Rex, or maybe is is it Rex or Cody or both? He voices this. Uh, he voices all five of the Bad Batch dudes too. Yeah, D. Bradley Baker. Okay, then you. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no way I know this and Colton doesn't because like this is yeah, Bradley Baker. For, he's always been all the yeah, clones. No, I know that's what I was gonna clones, say. The beginning of the Clone yeah, Wars. I know. I figured yeah. that, so that's why I figured you knew it. But I was like, I saw it. Joe, you're my, uh, my yeah. They're my, they're clones. Yeah. So like, well, no, I understand, Joseph. It, I it's just, like that's so bad wild, but still, that's like so the bad match voices, they all have different voices. Yeah. They they do not. They sound alike enough for you to know they're clones of each other, but that just shows the voice talent there. Yeah, my yeah. my my idiot roommate. Whenever like at the end, as we were watching like the the credits, that guy's name name came up for all like it pretty much just every clone. <laughs> it came up and he's like, "Whoa, the same guy voices all five of them." I was like, "I was like, no shit, dumbass." It's like a Seth MacFarlane like on Family Guy almost <laughs> like. Damn, know, Miles, no. tell me That's... how you really feel about me. Shit. No, God no, damn. not you. No, no. <laughs> I was he said like, it to me I like was over here like... getting called a fucking dumbass. No, Jeez. no. He said it to me, not, not just like that these five were all voiced by the same guy, because they're like, voices are all different. He's like, every clone is voiced by the same person. I was like, yeah, they're clones. 
like the Bad Batch, I can at least understand like thinking that they might be voiced by different people because they all have different like dialects and shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah they all have it, different voices. It makes sense. Yeah. So like, but I'm the, not saying it in a themselves. Sense, he was yeah, but like the fact that he takes that much time and does that much work for the shows is crazy. Like that's a lot. Yeah, that's so much voice talent. Yeah, like, like a lot of voice work. Four, like five, and then every Bruh. other clone's parts. Bro, like my it, man's showing up every day, like never scratchy throat. My boy is there every day. How many times do you think he's the just water, been like, drinking the water? He is in that bitch ready. He's got to be like affirmative or like open the bay doors. You know, he's got to do all those too, you know? Like, damn, that's, that's a lot of work. For that's a lot of. What is now like of, the eighth season? That's a Yo, lot of talk. That's a lot of what? talking. You know who probably has the best like preparation for their like moment out of anyone? The narrator for the Clone Wars. Tom Kane. Yes, that dude, dude has that to was just so like good. That was pretty fucking good. Oh my god. Yeah. That dude oh. probably like hits a nasty like chug of water and hits him with that <clears throat> adjust tie and is like Sadly, like, we didn't get that guy this episode. Oh yeah, you right, you right, you right. I, you know, I was trying to, th- I was trying to think about it because Joseph mentioned like the animation stuff. I was trying to think like, of why I hated this episode, and, was, and now I know. <laughs> and Joseph mentioned the animation. I was trying to think. I was like, "Fuck, did we get the narrator in this episode?" And I was trying to think. I was like, "I don't remember him saying anything." We didn't get the narrator this episode, so what? I think God, I no wonder why I fucking thing. hated this episode. I want to hear how he would say, "Oh yeah," oh I want to hear that. <laughs> Omega on Salukamite. Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to stop. You're too good at that. <laughs> Whoa, Bro, Colton has all of those in his bag. He is nasty. With Bro, I don't know where the fuck you're pulling that out of, but. <laughs> oh my god, what that was like mean? that was too good, dude. He's done like at least two impressions, like every show we've recorded, like for the whole season. <laughs> he's done at least two. Like I'm just, no, I know, but he does, he does a lot of impressions. Conservatively, like, like conservatively, where? I'm gonna say two a season that are really fucking solid. That's what I'm saying though. He that's does a impressive. couple where I'm like, oh, that's that's good. That's that's a solid impression. That one, I'm like, why the fuck are you that good at it? Like it why sounds like the fucking narrator just like, stopped, it, just stepped into the box. Like, you sound more like the narrator than the narrator sounds like the narrator. <laughs> but, yo, <it's, laughs> what, I don't know how it's possible, but it is. That's right, like... Anyway, Joseph, can I get an Omega from you just to see if maybe you do it as well as... What, Omega in the announce, yeah. in the narrator voice? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 just Omega in your, in, in your Omega voice. Oh, Omega. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like sorry, that Colton. more. I think, I think Joseph gotcha. I love, I love, I love Joe's Omega. Omega. He always Omega. looks so happy when he says it. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a real smiley word. You can't really, because when you're saying it with a New Zealand accent, you're going to smile. Omega. Omega. <laughs> but, you know, inside uh, the little shack of uh, Cut and Sue, everyone makes their acquaintances, catch up. Uh, Cut explains that, you know, Rex had just passed through last week and that he was going on about some behavioral implant. And, there goes Joe being right about shit. <laughs> Just all over the place. But uh, Omega, having worked on the clones and all that shit, he knows that uh, knows that he was talking about that inhibitor chip. You know, and Hunter's like, "Fucking inhibitor chip, Tech. You you said they were programming us, but you didn't say anything about a chip." And Tech again with the dynamite commentary. How the fuck else did you think they were doing stuff, <laughs> dumbass? 
<laughs> I, just, I just love Tech's commentary on everything. He's go, he's always got something to say. But uh, Cut and Sue's kids, uh, Shea and Jack, come bursting in, and they're they're meeting Omega, and it's just precious. Like this shit was so cute, and I love I love that you know Mother's Day was just uh, yesterday actually, and we need more mother stories in Star Wars. We got a lot of these fathers. We get a lot of these father figure stories, and the moms always die. We got a sharpshooter, boys. Bro. We got a sharpshooter mother. Sharpshooter milf, dare I say? <laughs> is David... Is, Dude, the Twi'leks, the Twi'leks are the, the, the prettiest of the alien Woo! species for me. Hera Syndulla and Rebels is a very, Ooh. very great character. Very, Ooh. very great character. Very great indeed. I want some more of uh, Hera and her son, you know? Mm. Get a mother, mother-son mother story there because yeah. that kid oh, could yeah. grow up to be a Jedi. Shit, she, is a, she is a fucking MILF now, too. So, I would know. follow her career pretty closely, I'd say. But, uh... <laughs> How the fuck do you trail off like that? I don't know. Uh, adds but, my you know, uh, Omega guess. meets the little kids, Shea and Jack, and they're like, come on, let's go play. And it's precious the way Omega looks at Hunter and is like, can I? And he gives he gives her the little nod, and it's very it's very reminiscent of you know the sanctuary back on back in the Mandalorian. It's pretty much right right there, frame for frame. Yeah, kind of the same. What's up, Kyler? What, what you laughing at? No, no, can't can't discuss. I don't want to snitch on myself, but my friend sent me a tweet that I was looking at, and that shit had me dead as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'll send it to you, and uh, well, I don't have Miles on Twitter, but I'll send it to Joseph and Colton at least. Outstanding, but I'm sorry, Miles. Go ahead. No, but you know, she turns to Hunter for permission, and he gives her that little nod, and uh, outside. The kids all play with that little ball, trying not to drop it. And Hunter leans up and against the door and like watches them all play. And he's real smitten. And it's like, oh, this is so cute. You're I love to, it. Omega, you're supposed to catch it. Come on, <laughs> Omega. Come on, Omega. Omega's like, why are we playing this? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. What do I do now? I'm Omega. <laughs> She <laughs> did say, say, I'm Omega. I remember. And then I out loud went, Omega. Omega. I went, Omega. <laughs> oh, man. Why are we playing this? <laughs> I am know. Omega. <laughs> and they were just like, dude, it's for fun. And then, you know, Cut comes over, approaches Hunter, and asks, what's up with the kid? And he explains that she is also a defective clone. And Cut proposes the question of her purpose, you know. The Kaminoans don't create without one. So what's hers? You this all have it. yours. And this was interesting because it does – It does. this is the most ominous line surrounding her potential, you know. Like what – why? Why did they do this? What is going on, you know? This is Dave Filoni's way of clarifying something, saying that, hey, this character is important. I'm not going to flat out tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm letting you know, hey, these people don't create without a purpose. Like Omega's here for a purpose. Yeah, and it's just it's like a a uh, a literary device. It's like a literary device that just masterminds use in cinema. And Dave Filoni is just a prime example of 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 that, and uh, deserves every single sexual encounter that he 
ever get um, and even more all of them every single one but no it, it is it, it, it's something that keeps you in it for for the sake of you know the future of the storyline with omega it's like don't don't lose interest in what the mystery surrounding omega's character was last episode like she is still a weird entity don't be taken by her cuteness just yet we still don't know what the fuck's going on that's true she's well, a palpatine I mean, child like i'm with joseph She's got to be Palpatine. I'm with Joe. I yeah. mean, it's it's pretty likely. No. I mean, it, it's likely that Palpatine is involved. In I mean, some way. shit. I don't really believe that. But like, fuck. If they can say Ray is fucking related to this man after all this fucking time, who, dude? This is like prime, like time. This would be the prime time to have a fucking child for Palpatine, but I, I, I ain't really fucking with him like that. Though. I mean, would it be a prime time to have a child? Yes, well, because like, I'm he's not dying saying... and he needs to take the uh, life from yo, something. Listen, listen, Joe sounded kind of nice tonight, boys. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you get you get up there enough and Joe starts speaking facts. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it works, man. It's, it's as simple as one, two, three, click, and it, once it clicks, I spew in information to you guys. Sometimes a little too much, <laughs> so and uh, it's kind of weird. Just... Where, where normally something would stop is it's as simple as one, two, three. He went, it's simple as one, two, three. Click. I start spewing information at you, and then <laughs> could have used any other word, but he went with spewing information. <laughs> I love Joe, dude. Sometimes I, love I let you guys know a little too much that you shouldn't know yet, like as humanity. <laughs> And uh, I gotta as I humanity, gotta, I gotta slow my roll down. <laughs> you know, Cut tells Hunter that battling droids is much much easier than raising a child. And Hunter says they don't really have a choice. Camino wasn't safe. There was no other option for us. And he was like, you know, the Empire is a real fucking pain in the ass. And Cut's like, yeah, we got to catch a fucking transport out of here. Like we got to get off planet. And, you know, Hunter's a good friend. He's like, yo, let us give you a ride. And he's like, bro, y'all are wanted hardcore. I can't, I can't take a risk like that. And obviously, I, can't be seen I appreciate with you, the asshole. understanding here. You can't be seen with the same face as me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, have even thought, have any of them ever thought of just, just, uh, always taking a, just a normal ass clone, you know, uniform so that they can literally disguise themselves whenever they want and go into anywhere good question good like question. well they probably at this point though they would probably have to get chain codes i mean i guess but like at least you're not immediately seen you're like oh you look yeah, way true. different true um, but they're just that confident you know i they guess can just get, yeah wherever up. they go they know they can get out of it straight up we're here. And, all right, I'm behind that. I like that. I like. That. You know, Hunter. He, Hunter looks back to the children all playing, and Omega celebrates as she's caught the ball. She's like, "I caught it! I am Omega!" And he he gives her a little grin there, and it was like, "Oh, this is so fucking cute." But you know, Hunter and Cut they head into town, and Hunter makes a very apt point: troops should be pulling their forces, not securing a post. The war is over. And this is imperial, you know. They they occupy streets. It's martial law. They're they're gonna they're gonna get you. They're just they're just there, always. 
watching. Damn. 1984-ass shit. But, Straight you know, up. Overhead, a ship is flown by, and uh, Cut explains that they've been ceasing ships all week to tag them in the impound uh, dock. Just, uh, you know, they got to they gotta keep track of every ship. And uh, they head uh, back to their shuttle discussing uh, where the family is going to be headed, just looking for a nice remote planet. And Cut tells him that if he wants to lay low, he needs to put being a soldier behind him and make himself a new life. Mm. I was like, so they're all this. We're getting some major, major similarities between Hunter, Omega, Mando, Grogu. Like, it's just like very, it seems very heavy handed. Yeah. I was going to say that earlier. It seems that they're, that they're going the exact same path of like, where it's like the unwilling, like he doesn't want to be like the father figure to her. But then steadily, episode by episode, he's going to accept it more and more as we see in this episode where finally then he's like, all right, I guess you can come along just for yeah, a little I, bit. Well, and he, he's learning a hell of a lot faster than Din did, you know, he's because if there's anyone who's more accustomed to the idea of family, it's Hunter. You know, he's got this gang of guys around him that are his brothers. You know, they are his family. Din's never really had that. Obviously, he's had the covet of Mandalorians, but they were pretty much taught. Yo, you are, we're all one. Like, you don't give a fuck about what we're doing besides fighting. And Grogu was kind of a pet to Din at first. Kinda. I mean, it's like, it's not like the human to human. I don't know. Maybe that matters. I Colton, where is this? Where is all of this that has been recorded over the last five minutes going to end up? Probably Patreon. Damn bet, it! Bet, bet, bet. I love that well, the actually, Patreon. I might be able. To, I might be able to keep a little bit of it in. I might just. No, I love that our Patreon is essentially just going to operate like fucking Sakar. Like that's just going to be what it is for like <laughs> our just conversations. It's awesome. Fucking sick. God, it's good that some of these conversations are behind a paywall. Hey, cue the noise. All right, so. Let's jump back into this episode, but, you know, Cut and Hunter have been talking about how if he wants to make a new life for himself, he has to, you know, move on from being a soldier. He's got to get a new life. But uh, a merchant approaches them and uh, they are prepared to pay. And she tells them that their credits will do no good without a chain code, a new galactic policy. And they then see that they are not just tagging ships, but tagging people by making their credits worthless without a chain code. So, Joe, I can't hear you. Okay, this is what I don't understand. Order 66 happens. Gotcha. Dude, figure out your fucking mic. (laughs) Order 66 happens. Then, so now it is, the the Empire is taking place, and and only Empire credits... Will be accepted now, right? You BC also need you also need a chain code. So, from day one, from second one, a merchant cannot accept any currency that was worth you know what what it was that's, to them. That's the the imperialness of it. It's Dude, like isn't that insane? If you want to spend your money here, if you want to live, you have got yeah to register under our under our shit. You have to get a social security number. Like, this poor merchant was just like, 
dude, like, I can't even take your money. Like, you got to go get a chain code. I mean, you got to fucking go to the DMV. It's going to suck. It's like eight hours, dude. I wonder, uh, yeah, maybe it's one of those things where it's like you get one exchange. Like, you get – you come in with your chain code and all of your current credits and you swap them all out. And maybe mm. that's why she's like, I've already exchanged all my shit. So I'm not taking any of your shit into try and exchange because I can't. So go yeah. ahead and exchange your shit, and then you can. Pay me. I'm not Bear. messing with that. I'm not taking the risk with those with those filthy republic dollars, bro. I just want to. I want this, some. Bro. I want some high quality imperial dollars, mm. bro. I fucking love. I don't know what it is about. This doesn't necessarily have to pertain with anything you guys are talking about. It's about bad bats, though. Before you okay, get mad on. at me, <laughs> before I get scolded, okay. I fucking love, like, a good old, like, grungy market on a space planet. Like, just a fucking, like, <laughs> hub like, market, bro. Planet. I love that look. On Just, dude, think about it. Like, the planet uh, Nowhere, like, yeah. that kind of vibe. Like, Nowhere, uh, where, I had it wrote down. Fucking Phantom Menace. And then also um, in The Force Awakens with, on, like, Ray's planet. Bro, just, like, all of that. Give me all yeah. of that. I or it. it actually reminded me this planet reminded me of what I envisioned for when I was reading the Ahsoka novel where she was holed up. Like this was roughly what I pictured in my head for some reason. Yeah. What their, what their area so, was like. Dude, Tyler, or even Mandalorian. There was an episode with uh Cara Dune. I don't know where that was. I can't remember, but it was Kyler, just because I'm a little curious. Because you said yeah. a, a, a space planet with a market. What other kind of planets would we be visiting? I meant like not our planet, but uh, like freaking Alderaan. That's not even there anymore. So no market, no. Planet. Let's go. I mean, it's still a blue ball. Or all right, you got me. All water planets, or all freaking ice planets, or there's still space planets though. Stars? He didn't say desert planets. He just said space planets. I don't know. Maybe a star. Maybe a moon. Ooh, maybe a moon. <laughs> but you know, back. Back at the shack, <laughs> back at the shack, Omega and the other kids continue playing. When uh, you know, she sees, she seems to purposefully throw this ball past the fence. Like yeah, it looked very, very intentional very to me. Here. Like it could have been just been a really bad throw, but damn, like you missed bad. I, was I, think, she, I think she wants attention. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, she wants to explore. I think that's all. No, no. Oh, I, was was I was joking. I was only joking. That was a bad throw. She okay. She knows her way around a rifle, but can't throw a ball straight. Yeah, right. Dude. <laughs> yeah, she knew what she. You're was gonna doing. argue yeah. that she has the force after that shit throw. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. No. She volunteers to go get the uh, to go get that ball, and the other kids warn against it. It's past the fence, but Omega's like, "Don't worry about it. I got this shit." And uh, she don't runs worry. Past the fence. I'm fucking Omega. Can you imagine two kids you've never met before, and you're on this mysterious planet you've never even seen dirt before? They say, "Oh, it's past the fence. We can't go get that." Like they didn't even think they didn't. You know, it was just agree. They they agreed to the fact like oh it's past fence we can't do that like we cannot go out there and they walked inside they're like days over like accepted and then Omega's all over here like yeah I'll go out there do you know who do you know who the fuck I am I'll go get it I am Omega I'm Omega Omega does what she wants frankly but uh you know she runs past the fence. And is caught in the sights of uh, quite the large, scary creature. 
and it looks like it could easily devour Omega. And uh, inside, the grown-ups are discussing their plan to gain travel privileges. Uh, when Shea and Jack burst in, yelling that Omega has crossed the fence and needs help, and Hunter springs into springs into action, runs out to her. He stands in front of Omega with a knife, ready to fight this thing, this and animal who, horror. Who bring her in? And uh, Sue Sue is just firing on it, really bring doing most of the damage, yeah. really yeah. scaring that thing off. And uh, once they're safe, Hunter begins to scold Omega, like, "What were you doing? You know, you could have died." And you know, it's the way a leader of soldiers would treat someone for making a pretty dumb decision. And gives him a little lesson in parenting, live and in action. He, you know, he comforts Omega. He's like, are you okay? Are you hurt? You're safe now? It'll be all right. And he, you know, he tells Hunter, she's not a soldier. And I appreciate that line. And, you know, Cut lifts her, carries her back to the ship, and Wrecker, with the rest of the Bad Batch looking a little concerned, Wrecker goes, hey, kid, are you all right? Like, bro, I just love how these clones are like, you know, uh, clones, like supposed to be emotionless, but like, yet we still see some like these one, like obviously the bad batch, but there's still other clones that have like shown like, you know, oh, no, some like, compassion, that's, that's emotion. The point of the bro. Clone Wars is to show yeah. that they are, they are very, very They're people, people. They are people. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just love the way the bad batch and like, especially like cut with a family now, like just how like gentle oh, human and, like, they kind are. Of, yeah, yeah it's just yeah that's um, oh also colton ever since you said fucking omega sounds like goddamn korg i can't fucking unhear it or unsee taika waititi every time she's on screen omega? i just imagine him in the oh, booth I, just being oh, a, i just can't oh, i just imagine him in the booth just being oh, a crackhead just, oh, i'm korg so i'm pile of rocks yeah this is me uh I do have to say two though, for two tonight. you guys had almost convinced me that that maybe just maybe Omega would, had some force connection. This scene with the you know cat monster thingy makes me convinced she just doesn't have the force at all because she just was getting straight bitched by this thing and had no clue what was going on. Actually, and someone with the force should just should be able to know that there's a giant fucking cat nah, about nah, to nah, nah. about to rip your throat out. Actually, I think she pulled the good old classic like I'm gonna fake drown so the hot lifeguard can come out and give me CPR. Dude, she, just, she did that with the mom. Cut, cut. Okay, okay. You so you're saying it with the mom. I thought you were saying that with fucking Hunter. I was like, all right, no, let's go no, ahead. No, and, no, no, let's no, go no, ahead and cool mom, it there, dude. Pixar mom built like a Pixar mom. Oh my god. Bro. In a sharpshooter? Oh my god! Fuck Sue. <laughs> I mean, do you not? I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> also, another thing, I already kind of talked to this. Uh, I talked about this in the group chat a couple days ago when I watched the first time. Is that the same animal from Phant or not Phantom Attack of the Clones in the Coliseum that like attacks Padme? Like it. it looks super similar. If it's, I'm gonna look up a picture. I don't think it is. I don't think uh, it's too far off anyway, but it can't be. I. It looks. Like oh it. no, dude! That is it. That is the same fucking animal. Really? That has to yeah. be. Yeah, ain't I, no I, think, way. I think it is. Ain't no fucking way. It's not. It looks the exact goddamn same. All right, then I'm with it's it. Called, like, okay, no it's called. It's called a It's called a Nexu. Let's look. Hang on. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's a cool look. It was very cool in animation. Like that was a that was a gnarly looking animal. 
Okay. Oh, it's appeared. It's appeared in uh, Battlefront Two. That's kind of sick. Dope, it's appeared dope. in the Clone Wars multiple times. Oh, mentioned, picture, picture, mentioned, mentioned. Oh, it isn't cut and run. Let's go. There I go, saw baby. something. I saw something. There you go, buddy. I'm proud of you. But you know, Wrecker's like, "Hey, kid, you all right?" And Cut assures him that. Omega's going to be fine, and as they head back, Tex says things that, I mean, like, all considered, things could have gone much worse. <laughs> and he's, he's right. They they ultimately could have gone worse. She could have died, but she's pretty shook up, and Hunter is already back on mission, he asks. And I think the reason he's already back on mission, he quickly, quickly goes, all right, Tech, can you get us chain codes? And Tech's like, Oh, I've only just learned of them, but yes, I can do that. <laughs> and I think the reason Hunter was immediately like, "Okay, this is what I have to do. I'm leaving him with cut. I'm leaving her with Cut and Sue. We need to get those chain codes so she can go with them." I think that was officially what made him go, "Yep, this is what we need to do." But uh, he tells them that they need to do that so they can get Cut Sue and the kids on that shuttle. And uh, back in the ship, Omega sits in a window where she can uh, see this whole beautiful planet, Salukami, and. She removes the headdress she's been wearing, the little thing on her forehead, which I think is like a Kaminoan thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like and a, she, you think it's like a name tag or, or like a... I, I can't really tell, but, you know, she she rocks that thing, she looks at it, and she kind of cries, you know? She misses and, her mama. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking she, do- she not only misses Kamino, but it's also like a missing of like when things were not bad. When things were not being ruled by the Empire, when we didn't have to sneak around, when when, when shit was fine, you know? Yeah. She's never been anywhere fine. at all, ever. And then right. now she's, you know, somewhere in a dangerous situation. Like, you know, you'd think your first time somewhere on another planet would be, you know, a vacation of sorts. Not can a I freaking just, battle. Can I just say, though, she pulled that thing off and she looked like fucking Ellen DeGeneres. That's true. And that I, true. I was not I was so not about it. She looked no reason. She, she looked, looked fucking different. weird with it off. I like I it, it, it she just had messy hair, you know. I like her hair I like her hair pulled back like that. I think it's a cool character design and stuff. Yeah. But uh Yeah, she gotta keep that on. I don't know. It's it's pretty uh I, I, I think it's a good little character piece though. Like that's what makes her yeah. her like the way Echo and I mean the way Hunter's got the fucking skull She's on half skull. I hope I hope that's that what she connects her to the force built into a lightsaber in some way I think that would be dope, dope as AF but you know outside the ship Hunter and Sue discuss Omega's hijinks and she lets him know that children will always find ways to get in trouble but it's their job to protect them and Cut approaches and Hunter tells him what that uh, he was right Omega's not a soldier and when they leave Salukamai, he wants Omega to go with them. She needs a family, not a battalion. And uh, they ask him if he's sure, and he, he confirms, you know, this is what she needs. It's not what he wants. He doesn't say, this is what I want. He says, this is what she needs. And I liked that I liked that distinction, because Sue even asks, are you sure that's what you want? He makes sure it's not, he's, he's like, yeah, sure. It's I want her to be around, but she literally can't, you know. Neko and Tech on the ship discuss the idea of chain codes, Echo noting that it's funny clones wanted names instead of numbers, and now the Empire is registering every person under a number. <laughs> and I was like, that's a that's a very 
specific irony, you know, and tech notes that it's genius giving you the ability to identify everybody in the galaxy. It's interesting to see tech's logical perspective from it. You know, it's like, honestly, that makes a lot of sense. It would be really helpful, you know, like it would be really helpful. Just Yeah, to an extent, as long as it wasn't linked to your ability to, you know, live. True. Yeah, that would suck. But if it was just like a... I mean, what what do people in the United... What would someone in the United States without a social security number be able to do? Well, I guess you could still... Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, your number would just be like, yo, I'm buying this coffee, here's my number. Like, that's me. Like, out of my Yeah, I mean, number. you can still at least buy stuff. Like, you can still have money and use money without a social security number. Yeah, but I was just in this case like, you can't do shit without a social without their social sure. security number. Yeah, I guess it would kind of suck. I don't know. I take my my statement back. Okay, they, they discuss oh. the plan, Echo and Tech for what they're gonna do to get those discs made, and uh, ultimately it requires them getting their ship impounded and into an Imperial facility, uh, so that they can get access to the Empire's codes and alter them and stuff for what they need. And uh, Echo says that if they think it's abandoned, that just might work. And Omega looks from her seat, not Guess saying anything. Guess who's on the shit? Guess she's who's like, on the shit? It's she's in like, Mickey. She's just like, "Fuck it, man! I'm I'm here for the ride. Let's see what Let's see what happens." And uh, you know, they report themselves to the proper authorities. And we cut to Hunter yelling and yelling into his comm. You did what? What the fuck? And you know, he watches yeah. as, their, as their ship gets impounded and. They're like, what's the big deal? And he informs them, you know, Omega's on the ship. It's a pretty big problem that you've got here. And they turn to see Omega and she's like, why, guys? I think it's a pretty good plan. I love that they don't they don't give him a heads up or anything. They like they don't be like, hey, by the way, we're thinking about doing this. They're just like, yeah, we uh, we're we're impounding the ship right now. What's up? I thought that was mad interesting, too. And it just gives you an insight into how fuck it. Let's do this. The Bad Batch is like it's just yeah. like they are about idea, that action boss. They're about that action. They're just about getting about it done. If you, if there's a way to get it done, get her done. Yo, get can it. I just say that I will fucking absolutely sign up and love to see like this transition from like the fall of like one like power slash like you know like government. You know, yeah, in Star Wars t- into the transition of another like every fucking time. Yeah, I the fucking love this. Shit. The Empire to the Solo, New Republic. Like, I think of Solo, too, even, like, just that vibe, like, of, like, having to go through so much, like... Security you know, and shit. Yeah, just that, all of that. I fucking love that shit. I don't know why. It's a very, like, small thing to, like, really love to see, but, like, I think it's always interesting and makes for, like, really Well, in the Star Wars universe, it's extremely prevalent, you know? Like, even even the sequel trilogy is the fall of the new Republic and the rise of the first order. You know, it's, it's still a transition. And what, what's kind of a shame in the sequel trilogy is we, we don't get as much of that government, uh, toppling type thing. We, yeah. Like we straight up see in the force awakens, the entire new Republic get destroyed. And that's everything you see about the new Republic. That's it. You watch all the planets get destroyed. Like, (laughs) It's all right. So filling fill in the gap in between is pretty pretty crucial for me. I would like to see like, and that's what I like about this era. They're going to usher in with you know Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, the Mandalorian, Book of Boba. Like it's 
That's the new Republic. That's the era we're getting. So I do appreciate these, these in-betweeners and the rise of the empire is certainly a very fun time to, yeah, to explore with the bad batch and solo. I would love to see them continue solo too, in some way. Oh, what's the time period called where it's cool and it's like back, you know, whenever like age of the Republic. Yeah. I think so. Like Darth Raven and like, like oh, all the, high Republic. the old Republic, high Republic, or high, high Republic. Republic or old Republic, old Republic. Yeah, depending like, on. Oh, I just Dude, want. I just want. All I can of just that. tell by Joseph's just state and just the way he answered that he would have said yes to any answer you guys put out probably. there. Yeah, you could have said dildo math, and I'd be like, yeah, dildo <laughs> math. Yeah, valid, valid, yeah, valid. That's, that's it. That's the one. But, but yo, uh, you got me. I want that content. Like, I want that time period. The, the dildo, dildo math? math Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Sweet. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Back at the uh, Imperial facility, you know, clone troopers impound the ship, uh, clamp that shit to the ground, and uh, they board and discuss the kind of ship they're dealing with. You know, they're they're looking at it. They're like, well, this is this is a fucking mess. And what we're learning is the Bad Batch is a straight up group of dudes who is disgusting. Yeah. They just leave a mess everywhere they are. You know, uh, but. They exit and Echo Tech and Omega come down from their little hiding place and Omega asks how she can how she can help here and Echo's like, you know, you've had enough action for today. We'll we'll get this. You can go ahead and chill. And Tech informs Echo of what he needs to do and Echo gets right on it. No time to waste, you know, making his way through the Imperial facility, finds his way to a, a to a little port where he can plug in. Tech's like, No wait, there's gonna be a safe, plug into that. Plugs into the safe, and look at that. Voila, we got some chain codes. We got some discs. And uh, he makes his escape back to the ship successfully, and Tech begins his little uh, his magic on the encryption of the uh, of the chain codes. And Sue, Cut, Wrecker, and Hunter and the kids, uh, they make their way to the transport, and the kids are real freaked out by the martial law being implemented. And uh, Hunter tells them to hurry. And Tech tells him, you know, that it'll be no time before he slips through security and delivers the discs. But, you know, Echo and Tech hear something coming from the front of the ship, and uh, they drop the discs to see what's happening. And Omega's like, I'm on it, boss. Let me get this shit. But it turns out what they're seeing at the front of the ship is the conclusion that they can't act on the plan that they just formulated in front of Omega. However, Omega does not know that they have discovered they cannot continue with this plan. <laughs> so she just goes ahead and leaves with the discs see, no. in hand. No, I think she knows that they've decided, like, oh, we have to come up with a new plan. I think she just decides, fuck it, I'm just going to go do some shit. Oh, you think, you think she, was, she wasn't already gone? She was around to hear it? No, like, I think, she, I think she heard them saying, like, oh, fuck, there are a bunch of people out there. And she was like, fuck that noise. I'm just going to go do it myself. I'm Omega. <laughs> yeah, freaking, I'm Omega. Do what I want. Omega, I got this shit. I took on that fucking big cat. Who the fuck are these stormtroopers to do some shit? I threw a ball over a fence. What did you do today? Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, you know, they, they see Omega running through, and they're like, well, shit. And uh, back in the line for the transport, Hunter is informed that Omega has ran off on her own to deliver the chain codes. And I love that as soon as this news comes through the, the comm, mm. Wrecker goes, I'm on it. And he, he, yeah. he immediately He's... bolts. like he And Wrecker in the fucking hat. Wrecker in the big hat. My favorite, mm, my favorite. That's good. Okay. That, that had was shit. shit right there. That but, was it. Was a cute moment. It was a cute. She, uh, she's on her own. She's and then record dropped everything he was doing. He was like, I'm on it. I'm going. I love that he's like just this big brother 
You know, mm-hmm. Hunter's like a Hunter's like the dad figure, and Wrecker's like a clear big brother <laughs> figure, and I love that. It's cute. Oh, he's like a teddy bear because he has like a little <laughs> teddy bear, little thing too. <laughs> <laughs> but Sue, you know, being the wit that she is, I told you, kids always find trouble. I love. I like Sue. She's a fun character, and I. I hope we can get some more of Cut and Sue. Frankly, I like Me them. Too. I like their family. They're a cute. They have a cute little dynamic. But uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> back at the ship, lucky clone. Back at a back at the ship, Echo is attempting to you know remove the boot from the ship, and uh, he's nearly caught by a stormtrooper when Tech comes and knocks that guy the fuck out. And uh, this creates a you know necessary distraction so that Omega can slip right through unnoticed by these uh by these stormtroopers until she stumbles upon an R2 unit. And uh, it's not happy to see her. It screams, as we have heard R2-D2 do before. It was nice to hear that, by the way. I, I like I like the R2 unit squeal. It was, I just, it was I nice I hated that it was in that context, uh-huh. though. Like, it damn. wasn't Imperial R2. Bro, I ain't never seen that shit get used for bad. Like, I'm only used to seeing that for good. <laughs> but, like, you close your eyes and be like, ah. That takes me back. <sighs> but, you know. Omega's like, yo, shut the fuck up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And Wrecker smashes that shit, and he's like, fuck, that feels good. And again, Wrecker in the big hat. Uh, Omega runs off for the transport line. Omega's like, uh, or Wrecker's like, I got this shit, go on. And uh, these clones approach him, and they're like, show me your chain code. And he holds out one hand, he's like, oh, oh, it's not in that one. And he holds out his other, he's like, oh, shit, I guess. <laughs> and then he, he, cl- he claps all three of their heads together. Absolute. Baller triple kill, dude. Absolute baller triple slam dunk. Out. Mm. And uh, Mm. back in the line, you know, Cut is panicking a little more, and Hunter is trying to calm him down. But as the clones get closer, Cut's done. He decides they need to find another way out. This shit is taking too long. We can't do this. I'm going to get caught. Uh, Perfect timing, though, because Omega is here. She's got got the... uh, Oh, man! And... uh, (laughs) She's like, Tech accidentally made five discs instead of four. And Cut's like, yo, dude, you didn't tell her that she's coming with us? Oof. You're just going to send her with us? Out of nowhere? Yeah. And Hunter kneels down to Omega. The others move on. And he tells her that she's she's leaving with Cut and Sue. And uh, she questions if she did something wrong. And he tells her that she needs a family of good people who will give her a life that she deserves. And she's like, but I want to stay with you. And I was like, fuck. This, heard is it. this is what Grogu would have been saying if he could talk oh, in sanctuary. No, Grogu oh, would have been so much worse. Oh, God. But I want to stay with you. It was just adorable. I loved it. But he tells her that she has to go. It's for her own good. And he kind of Gives her a little nudge on the shoulder towards Cut and Sue. And uh, Omega turns away, extraordinarily distraught. And Cut places the discs at the Imperial's feet. And they get scanned through. They're cool. And as soon as Hunter sees this and he gets called, he heads for the fight. And Omega watches him run off. And Sue asks if she's ready. We don't get an answer here. And we'll get one in a second. Which, I'm glad. I was like, I know know she wasn't going to go with them. But I thought she could. And then we'd see them meet up again, which I would have liked too because I would like to get more Cut and Sue. But, like, I'd prefer that Omega and Hunter stay together right now. I like mm-hmm. them a lot. 
It's a fun little family. Dude, uh, can someone like, explain to me why are Mando and Hunter, like, have no experience with, like, being a fucking father and they're absolutely killing the game, just making it up as they go along? <laughs> well, Hunter, uh, Hunter even more than... Den, I think, like I, like I said earlier, he's just becoming a. Well, Mando, I guess, player. had a good background with like, fucking, you know, uh, the Mandalorians and yeah, foundlings and shit. So Think I guess he had a good man. background for like his own like moral compass and like how to be this and that and like oh, I mean, think about it, killing their, a child is wrong. Their yeah. DNA, their DNA, eventually, you know, the dude that it came from eventually became a father. I mean, you he you know he maybe have worked for the wrong people, but he was still a good father. So in Jango the Fett, that that is true. He specifically wanted to be a father. Do so, all clones mm-hmm. have an inclination towards wanting to be a father? Wow, that is wild to think about. That would be interesting. You know, Joseph, you said he was a good father. I don't know if I'd necessarily go that far. He wasn't a terrible father, but I don't know that he'd say that he'd say that he was a. He did train his son to you know. Become an assassin like him. Yeah. That's just what they did, do, though. He did kind of Bruce Wayne Robin him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What you're are you going to do? You're freaking Batman. You have a kid. You're just going to let him be a little loser, little baby child? No. Well, what are you going to do, baby? <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, now I feel even worse about it. Like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Three like, for three. Like, Listen, Colton, we get it. You're better than us. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. I love you guys. But Wrecker and Tech continue the battle with the uh, troopers pushing down on their position. And uh, luckily, Hunter's ready. And uh, boy, oh boy, does he fuck on this entire wave of troopers that they can't seem to handle. Mm. Uh, he's, he's really ready for a fight after saying bye to Omega. Like he's, he's, he's here to kick some ass and get the fuck off this planet. But, uh, you know, he takes out one wave, but then another comes from behind, and he, he gets to cover, and Echo's like, dude, I can't get this fucking clamp off. They set Wrecker on it. He gets that shit off pretty nice and easy, just rips that shit out of the ground. That was uh, kind of insane. Like, yeah, yeah, like, that man's that man's wild. He's kind of nasty. Like top he 10 anime, like, strength moments. Probably yeah, top he's, 10. He's elite. He's elite. But they break for the ship, and Wrecker says, wait! Omega's not back. And I was like, fuck, Hunter didn't oh. tell any of them. Yeah. Yes. Rough look. Like, Hunter made this decision on his own. God, I can't imagine the reaction we would have gotten from Wrecker. Okay, okay, mm. okay. But think Wrecker about him. Like, okay, him. okay, okay. Yes, sucks. But understand why. Think about, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Rocket when he gets on the ship on ego and everybody's like where where's quill and then he shoots freaking gamora i can't lose another friend today yes dude i mean like think about that kind of thing like i mean not the same exact like you know like the sentiment though i get it yeah 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 exactly he's like we just lost crosshair are you gonna tell me i get it a little bit i don't want to see a shot yeah i get it i get it for sure but you know uh, Hunter's ready to tell him right here and then that Omega's not coming, but perfect timing again. Omega shows up. Wait for me! <laughs> and uh, she tries to run to them, but is grabbed by a clone at her uh, at her ankles, 
and uh, Hunter goes after her and ultimately rescues her, shooting off like three Dude. or four clones all at once. Dude, Hun- Hunter, fuck yeah! I was about to say Hunter went sicko mode this episode. My Yo, dude, yeah, he popped off when he, he needed went to. nuts. I, I think, and it's because of that parental instinct, man. He's ready to, he's ready to protect his dude. You know? Like, no, nah, he went Kobe in the fourth, bro. Like, he went off. That that he was got a, he got a chopper gunner or AC one thirty inbound coming next round, boys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but uh, back at the transport, cut is stopped by a clone, and uh, he's like. Wait, you look like, and then they're called to reinforcements. So he's like, "All right, go ahead." But like, cut almost got caught right here Wait at the last minute. moment. Even Wait after a you look but... a lot like I look like. Exactly. You look like me, but with just with some different hair and a funny hat. I look <laughs> like me, and you weird. look like me. Weird with what? the other. The, the other... clone force creates one last distraction to save yeah. Cut and Sue and their family, which I thought yeah. was nice, mm-hmm. and. uh their way through they board the ship safely and they take off and hunter and uh wrecker watch their ship take off as they let omega get on the ship first and uh they board their own ship and fly away you know and in space tech and echo pilot wrecker's doing some bicep curls with a gonk droid just getting big doing his thing and uh omega goes to uh have a chat with hunter she tells him that she knows she fucked up and that she knows she has a lot to learn but they don't have to get rid of her, you know? This is where she wants to be. I chose to be here. I left Camino with you. And Hunter's like, hey, you know, I guess I have a lot to learn, too. Mm. And if this is where you want to be, then this is where you'll stay. Absolute like, tear jerker. Bro, that was a good ending line, too. Yeah. That little shot of them bathed in the light from the, the mm. hollow net. It was, it was just very, very... And then off camera, she says, "Also, if you ever try and get me get rid of me again, I'll kill you myself." <laughs> Bro, oh my god! Why are the animated shows so good about these like mentors slash like role model oh, like relationships? They Ezra fucking kill it. They kill it. They kill it. They kill it. Anakin is top tier. Yes, they've never fucking missed. All hits, no misses. It's impeccable, and like they don't fucking miss. That I know. I know. This miss. isn't a Rebels podcast. We're talking about the Bad Batch, but. They're creating this family dynamic that the only other place I've really felt it in Star Wars is Rebels. You know, like Kanan, Hera, Sabine, Zeb, and Ezra, along with Chopper, are just like, they're a very tight-knit and very close family. You know, like that's, you want them together. It's very, it's very cute by the end of it that. Like, they formed a genuine family, and I feel like that's the direction the Bad Batch is headed with Omega being, like, a daughter figure. Mm. It's being, like, my, like uh, three men and a baby, but it's five clones and Omega. Four clones. Four clones, yes. Four clones. You want to know what would be... It's like Chuck and Larry. What if Omega, her purpose was that she's a shapeshifter, and uh, she's currently a little girl acting all innocent... And that's why she knows how to use a rifle so well. Maybe she knows about these inhibitor chips, you know. What if she, like, isn't actually, like, an adult and it's going to be, like, she's on a secret mission right now or something like that. That's a pretty wild take. But, you know, you never know. These other guys do have some pretty some pretty out-there abilities. We've never seen something like shape-shifting in the Star Wars yep. universe. That would well, really yeah, we have. direction. Yes, we have. The have one we? of the bounty... One of the bounty hunters. Oh and, yeah, uh, an attack of the clones. Yeah, that is a big. T- that is definitely a shapeshifter. I'm tripping. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, but what was her I, name? 
I Wait, don't remember. She's the one that they you sent. She was a shapeshifter. Yeah, that she was the one that they sent after Padme. Padme. Yeah, and then no, but she got shot with the dart, and that's why she. Changed. Okay, well, yeah. No, the she's no, she's a shapeshifter. But no, then she the got shot by the dart, and then she to go send a bug to go kill Padme. Yeah, she's a shapeshifter, but she got shot by the dart, and that's what caused her to change back into her like normal form. I thought she just like fucking did like. Palpatine ordered Dooku to kill like, Padme. Dooku ordered on, Maul guess, to kill Padme. Like, I thought that thing like just sucked the life out. Dude, of Dude, do you know the line Jam of people? Do you know the line of people that it took to kill Padme? Palpatine, I don't think Dooku. Oh yeah, Dooku did. Palpatine yeah. ordered Padme dead by telling it to Dooku. Dooku ordered Maul to kill Padme. Dooku ordered uh, Jango or Boba to go kill Padme. Boba, or no, it would be Jango at that time. She is a shapeshifter, by the way. Zam Wessel yeah. is for sure a shapeshifter. Yeah. And then the shapeshifter was, you know, bounty to go kill Padme. And then the shapeshifter sent a drone, and then the drone sent a bug. Two bugs. True. That went through a little circle in, in glass. Yeah, that's a lot. Padme. It takes a lot to kill a senator, though. Wow. I'm assuming. Nah. I mean, shit, if you think about it, she would have had, she would have got got. If it weren't for somebody standing in her place, which I guess is yeah. because they knew at the, beginning, at the very beginning of Attack of the Clones, she would have been God if she didn't have her handmaidens, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and then even there, she would have gotten and, God if uh, if her credits. and Anakin weren't banging. End credits, bro. Well, she if, if Padme got gets God. waxed, if Padme oh. is in that spot, she's waxed, and that's end credits. No more Star Wars. Padme is no more Star Wars because Anakin never grows that attachment to her. Well, I mean, he okay. loses it, but I maybe that swirls in more. Into, oh, wait, no, but that all star. I want to have this discussion. <sighs> yep, who killed? Right. Who killed Padme? Palpatine or Anakin? I don't think. I Anakin, I don't know why. I've never read more into that line. That she died. Just because she so Palpatine yeah, scoops up Anakin. No, yeah, Palpatine scoops up Anakin. Obi-Wan took Padme. Palpatine has zero clue on how Padme is doing. But she gave birth, and then the robot says, like, it looks like the life was just taken out of her. Like, the robot literally says something like that. We're losing her, but we can't explain No, she just lost the will to live, Joseph. She lost the will to live. Out of nowhere. You know, out Not of out of nowhere. She yeah. had a broken heart, Joseph. Because Palpatine took Padme's life force no. to keep Anakin alive. 100%. No. 100%. Why would he have to take Padme's, though? Ooh. Because, nah, nah. He, because it would enrage him even more to be the guy that Palpatine just, wanted him to be. Oh, I guess he, he would want. I guess he would want Padme dead. Why am I giving? Why am I giving in? To this? Yeah. it's a win-win for Palpatine. It's a win-win. I'm going to take Padme's Wait. life to save Anakin, in which killing Padme will send Anakin on the murderous wrath that I want him to go on. Joseph, I'm just going to say one thing real quick. Response to this: You thought Hayward was Ultron, so. I'm still right, so maybe not wrong. On that note, <laughs> this was the Penny Bloom podcast. It was the Bad Batch Bitches. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. I'm sorry uh, for today, boys. 
This is a real, no, this was a no real duct this was tape a it one. together episode, you know, just kind of put whatever, whatever. But, this was uh, a fun one. I liked it a lot. It was, it was a lot of fun. But um, also, thank you to Miles Muffucking Buttress. You know, anytime, man. Anytime. Next week, even? Perhaps, Maybe. even? Probably. Perhaps? Probably. Yeah, probably. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot... Kyler Barnett. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. So. You sounded real, you sounded real Barack podcast. Obama there for a second. <laughs> oh, this was the Pipe Blue Podcast. I knew it. I knew it. You'd have a killer <laughs> Barack. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that from you before. Go to Twitter. Follow up Penny Bloom Pot. Go to Instagram, follow at Penny Bloom Podcast. It's a simple process. Go to the internet, click follow. Go to Obamacare.com. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave a rate and review. Leave a rate and review. Download the episodes. But yeah, do everything I just said in Barack Obama's voice. And remember... Peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves. That was tough. How can I look at some sexy lizards? Snapchat since, you know, he's sex. A, since he's a lizard man. Yes, you're Joe, yeah. Mark Joe, Zuckerberg Joe, you had a very quick answer sex. for the yes. sexy lizards. For me, Steve Jobs probably was a hippie because of sex. That's why he did acid a lot. And then he was like, mm, "Apple, boom." That's why you have Apple. Steve Jobs was an asshole. Don't believe the propaganda. I uh, yeah, nah, great dude. Uh, sex, actually, though, thinking sex. of thinking of you know cultural icons, uh, Joseph, how do you feel about uh about Elon Elon Musk? Rat. He's got a lot of babies. Means he's having lots of sex with different women. How about his appearance on SNL? I know you want. That's not quite what I was, ta- quite what I was talking about. I was more talking about the recent stuff. But I mean, go sure, whatever. He made Dogecoin tank that motherfucker. Hey, he's. I was gonna be rich. He's, he's a man. He of also chaos. made it skyrocket. He's a man of chaos, man. He started that as a joke. It turned out to work, and he's like, D- "You guys, he didn't this, start like, it. Happening. He you just know, hopped I on the wave." He didn't realize. I, I, give... I think he realized the power he had. Yeah. Like he realized the power he had. He's like, holy shit! Like I could, I could just tell all of my followers. He sold all this Dogecoin Friday like, night. He sold yeah, all his Dogecoin Friday night, and that's why the price tanked. No, that's no, no, all of his shares. Him selling oh. it would have <laughs> fucking tanked it enough. Yeah, True. Elon gives, and Elon also takes away. What Elon oh giveth, God. Elon taketh. Taketh away. Yo, Elon, we, I just want to say, us, man. I'm going to go back on the Kanye references. We missed a golden opportunity when Joseph was talking about Mark Zuckerberg not being here without sex. The fucking Kanye line. None of us would be here without cum.